Hi, and welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. And Forrest. Hello. How's it going, guys? We just talked to each other not too long ago. <laughs> two nights well, ago? Well, y- you're on a... No, you're on a cruise now, David, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I am on a boat. We are time uh, traveling to speak with you. Right I have now. a nautical themed Afghan, Peshmina themed <laughs> Afghan. Yeah. And uh yeah. Yep. I'm on the big blue watery road. It's good it's great. I love um, it. I'm really loving uh, this. International waters. You know it. Yep. And the the implication. They're all there. <laughs> <laughs> I knew in my heart I was like if he mentions the implication I'm gonna end up coughing <clears throat> even though I knew in my heart <clears throat> I I was caught off guard <laughs> uh, so we a lot of people on Twitter and the internet are going out of their way to talk about their favorite things of the decade because we are at the end of one and, and the beginning of another Correct. We are Although if in you think the about it, we're always at the end of a decade and the beginning of another because a decade is just a 10-year span. Right. And so we are going to talk about this decade in gaming according to us and what it's meant to us. Maybe, maybe not like our – it's not like we're not going to pick one game to define an entire decade. Yeah. Um, That's too hard to do, frankly. Yeah. And, and it's realistically, so hard for me, it's hard for me to like remember games from back then. And also games that come out more recently are generally just better games. Yeah, even though probably Skyrim will be the game of the decade. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Or Minecraft. Or uh, yeah. Fortnite. One uh, of those three. I would give it to Minecraft, personally. Because, you know, they've been on every system. Yeah. All of those yeah. things. It's, um, I think, kind of crazy, really. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Minecraft... Like, was in pre-alpha before the decade started, though. It was. I think it officially came out, like, 2010, though. No, I think so. It, it officially came out, I feel like, uh, like, middle of the decade, but um, oh, it gotcha. had a... It, its first, like, lar- large public release was, was around 2010. All right. But, you know. I'll allow it. So I I still remember buying the pre-alpha version and then never installing it or playing it. Nice. I remember when you got that, yeah. Yep. So let's talk about this thing starting in 2010 because that's the logical point because that's the beginning. We all yep. have lists. That's with when I was born. Games on them. That's the beginning. Seth was born, and we we played video games together as yep. friends. So what we're going to do, I don't know if you said it, David, we're going to go through each year and we're we're not going to, we're not trying to do like games, like the best game of the year. Uh, At least that's not my intention. I think we're more, my idea was more games which define the year for us. Like it's hard to go back and put ourselves back in those, in that position. Um, But just uh, looking back when we see Remember the games we played? What was the one that like sticks out and defines that year in gaming for you? Yeah. Um, That's basically what I got. Yeah. That's how I did my list. Basically, uh, I I didn't really focus too much on like 
what games I spent the most time playing, but instead more of like what was just the most personally enjoyable and consistent for me, I guess, and something that I kept going back to, even if it wasn't my most played, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I want to kick this off because my 2010 one is a I, series. I, what? I think, I think we might have the same 2010 one. I'm curious. We may. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> I mean, we probably do once I mention what it is. But it's something that Seth and I love so much. Yes. And something that we've talked about on this podcast. I think we have. Um, And for me, there's, there's two games really that encapsulate 2010. And I forgot that this game, it came out then. And mine was uh, Transformers War for Cybertron. Oh, man. What a freaking game. I remember that. That game. Those were good. Oh, they're fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. War for Cybertron, though, was special because I came over and we played through the game together. Yes. And then the sequel. Trading off on on missions. The sequel we played at at Seth's house. Nice. But the first one we played together at my house. I love it. Yeah. And. It was a good time. that, That game was so good and it uh, it's it's so crazy that high moon studio <clears throat> after those transformers games didn't they're basically they became just a support studio for destiny mm. and now are doing nothing seemingly um i'd actually yep. be curious to see what they're doing but i would i would bet though that a bunch of the developers who worked on the transformers games are on other other staffs now. Yeah, yeah, of course. So probably pumping out classics. So I want to give you guys other like cuz I I imagine my other game will get brought up. But yeah. Transformers War for Cybertron is definitely <laughs> one that if you haven't played it, I am 99% sure it's backwards compatible and you should go Yeah, if not it should be if not should be it's one of the it's the shooting is so good the driving is good oh, it's just transforming so is good yeah and it's good like solid transformers because it doesn't focus on unnecessary things like humans that we don't care about yeah oh also like the models of the transformers are really good oh yeah oh yeah the the story and the models the voice acting is fantastic yeah it's it's a great game and I'm surprising. I'm surprised that I didn't. I didn't put it down on mine. Um, it, it, I'm actually surprised too, because it it vaguely follows the original Transformers. No, the sequel is the one that follows the Transformers movie a little bit mm-hmm, and does mm-hmm. the touch. But the first one, <laughs> oh, man, yeah, special. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Forrest, you go. Okay. Um. Mine's probably not a surprise, but uh, the so I got like two for this year that really two games from 2010 that really stuck with me and still do to this day to be honest. Um, for me it's Halo Reach and Mass Effect Two. Both of them I played endlessly for like at least the solid five years after that, and I still think about them all the time. I'm playing through Halo Reach again right now. I always talk about mass effect 2 with friends so it's always like on my mind you know so yeah that's it for me for this year 
So uh, when I was looking back on the list of games, which came out in 2010, um, it's always hard to remember, especially back then when I didn't have as much like purchasing power, uh, and a lot of the games I played were used. It's hard to remember like if I played games in the year they came out or yeah. later. <laughs> um, yeah. So a lot of these are probably not even <laughs> accurate to <laughs> what I did. Uh, but I just wanted to, some some important games to me that came out this year. We had uh, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, which was a very good game. I'm almost that, certain that I didn't play that that year, though. That Okay, quick aside, or not really aside, quick add-on to this. That would have been my third game for 2010. Yep. Um, Split Second, the fantastic Ooh. racing game released huh. in 2010. Yeah. One of me and David's favorites. Also released in 2010, Golden Sun Dark Dawn. That's right. Uh, which it was a famous disappointment for me. <laughs> um, it's, yeah. And it it's, prob- it's, it's probably number two, though, in the games which define my year, just because of how much I love the franchise and how, like, <laughs> how I play, how much time i put into it having because i basically played the game twice since i i restarted the game halfway through because i missed something that i couldn't go back and get oh no yeah oh god the seth round tree special but certainly the game for me which defined 2010 and which i will always remember fondly the the uh set the the long sessions playing through it with David on Legendary is Halo Reach. Yeah. Um, just a fantastic game. Um, ah, it's so great. Suck I wish you, that. Jetpack, man. I wish the. <laughs> oh man, it's not even like David that I have the memories with. I like Halo Reach. I played that we multiplayer with so many of my friends at the time. So good, such a good time. Good stuff. Yeah, Very I good. wish that I really wish that Master Chief Collection wasn't a hundred gigs, uh, so yeah. I could like have it, just have it passively on my Xbox and At be able to times. play Halo Reach. Um, I feel like saying the 360 version is compatible, but obviously that's going to be the less, uh, the less active uh, for multiplayer. Yeah, considering sure. everyone's on the Chief Collection now. All right, so moving to. Uh, 2011 um interesting thing about this year is this was the year the 3ds released yeah i have a 3ds game on my list yes i don't have any 3ds games on my list because i did not get one at release uh for reasons which we will talk about shortly um (laughs) but for me when i was looking at this came down to two games uh one which was sonic generations which was just a man a great game man you loved that game i did love that you game. loved yeah. the heck i out loved of that game. everything about that game it's it a was good game. so good although it's such a weird game because as you play through it you can see like a- as you get more into the modern games like you can you can actively see the level design getting worse <laughs> uh it's so it's surreal but very still enjoyable but my game of 2011 the elder scrolls 5 skyrim the game yeah. where i <laughs> where i 
forgot what day it was when I, <laughs> because I played it so long. What? Yeah, he called me and asked me what yes. day it was. Oh, wow. <laughs> so many so many in-game days passed in the game that once I turned it off, I was not sure what actual day it was. <laughs> 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 yeah, it happens. That, yeah, it happens. It happened. <laughs> I pulled a real Ben Brocious. That's crazy. Oh man, for real. Mine was Portal Two, mm. and it's because I I love the game itself, but I also have very fond memories of um uh another guy in my wedding, Zach G. Um, close friend of Seth and I's, he uh, came over and we played through the co-op part of Portal 2 in one sitting and we refused to go to sleep until we beat it. And we were up until like 7 a.m. Nice. And it like, there was a couple puzzles where like we just stopped and got mad at each other. Oh, it was so good. But it was a, it's a great moment that I, actually wish like streaming had been around then because I probably would have streamed us playing it um, because he just, oh man, we got so mad at each other. And <laughs> it, there's this one puzzle where the, we're past, way past the moratorium on spoilers of these puzzles. And the puzzle was that you both had to jump into the air and run into each other. But we kept trying every other physics way of doing it until we finally did that and oh the the arguments that happened it was great um but yeah portal 2 and then i have like uh mario kart 7 which came out in 2011 and that game is so good uh one of my favorite mario karts it's a good one and the only other uh thing i have is gears 3 which i almost chose but like my main one that i have strong memories of is portal 2 gears 3 is close but i remember i remember at the time hearing about uh yours and zach's adventure through that game (laughs) yeah it it was it was a trying moment for our friendship Uh, (laughs) man (laughs) it's crazy it's also crazy like these the early 2010s were um certainly forrest you were not in our life back then it's true um but i am but, now but the like that was like the prime time when we had all the free time maybe not all the free time we we could want but certainly if we had no qualms about uh staying up all night to play video games yeah um, yeah for better or worse <laughs> it's it's harder it's harder now uh and so that's why it's one of the things that's cool about like going back and remembering the games that we played back then when that's basically all we cared about doing yeah man i uh i got similar similar situations and feelings um with some of my friends um actually speaking of gears of war 3 um the new year's eve going into 2012 um something my friend connor um he lives up in Wisconsin. We met actually in Halo 3 back in the day. Um, but we would always do like a New Year's Eve all-nighter. And for that year, it was Gears of War 3. So we just played through the whole campaign in one setting and then just played like 
uh, horde mode for the rest of the morning. And then I think I had to go to church the following morning and I got maybe 30 minutes of sleep. Oh, yikes. Yeah. So the entire night was fun. The following day, I wanted to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, so getting getting to my game for that year, though, uh, for me, it was Batman Arkham City. I just I think that still is the best uh, Batman game we've had. Asylum is great, but I like the way City opened up things. I especially love the Mr. Freeze fight in it and the inclusion of more Bat Family characters like Tim Drake and Dick Grayson being in there. I just, I, ultimately I feel like that's probably the best Batman game we're going to get for a while now. I don't know if we're going to beat it yet. Man, Arkham City was good. It is. I replayed that game like I think 10 times within a a year of getting it. I like, I would just spend a day just like starting a new file on it and playing through it and getting pretty much all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. It just became like second nature, like kind of muscle memory after a certain point, you know? But yeah, that's it for me. All right, let's go to 2012. 2012. What a year. What a monumental year for me because that was the year that Nintendo released the purple, purple 3DS. Yes, it was. And I still remember Nintendo revealed the 3DS, and they had all of these colors, and then only, like, the blue and whatever was going to be av- available immediately. And I remember telling David, I was like, I'll get it once they release the purple one. And then they did, and I was <laughs> and like, well, I'm getting it. They released a purple one in the same proximity as Seth's grandmother giving him a $100 bill. <laughs> and yes. it was like... Cool hundo for the 3DS. <laughs> uh, it was it was meant to be. I That's still have beautiful. it. I still have that 3DS. Let me pull it up. I think that was the same year they did the 25th anniversary Zelda 3DS, which I got for Christmas at the end of that year. All right. I have my 3DS out. Oh, it's still charged. Ooh, <laughs> of course it is. Dude, the battery life on that thing is Wait, phenomenal. It's not, really, it's not actually turning on, though. Oh. Well, <laughs> that's a rip. I take back what I just said. <laughs> but ah, I love the three. I love it. Um, so, 2012. Uh, there's some good games. Uh, SSX came out that year. Oh, How much yeah. I love SSX. This that was the uh, the m- most recent one, which w- did not have critically did not do was not like as well received. It they didn't like it as much as I did, which is too bad. Because it was good. Um, the mountains were like characters in that game. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. XCOM, the XCOM enemy unknown. That is out. the year you got into. You got like super into I XCOM. I did. Like that was That's... a game which I was not expecting for me to uh, like <laughs> that much, but I did. Um, Assassin's Creed Three also that year. Yep. Uh, I I played Assassin's Creed Three instead of going trick or treating on Halloween. Man, the day Assass- that I got my braces off. It was hard for me to not choose Assassin's Creed 3 just because of how much uh, how many times <laughs> I posted where's Charles Lee on yeah. Facebook after playing where's that. Charles Lee <laughs> that phrase um, that question yep. still haunts me you also had uh, Mario Tennis the 3DS version that is another game like which I remember specifically because of my interactions uh, playing it with David uh, and how heated <sighs> our street path battles got 
Yeah. Um, Street Pass, throw one up. Ooh. Also, Adventure Time, Hey Ice King, Why'd You Steal Our Garbage? I that love year. that game. Haven't beaten it. I have mentioned that on the podcast. That game is before. like a 35 know, minute it's a game. It's a 35 minute the game, game and I which played I like played, minutes which, which I <laughs> bought and then finished in one car ride. I, I got the special edition too. I still okay. have that steelbook yeah. in, my, in my room. I just never beat it. Uh, I also believe this was when the Wii U released. Nope. No, I think that was think the, the next year. Ah, uh, darn it! Um, but although I wouldn't remember because the only things I have listed is Kingdom Hearts 3D Ooh. as the top tier of 3DS games. Yes. No, oh, I was that. right. The Wii U released November eighth, eighteenth, twenty twelve. Wow! Oh wow! Hard to remember a- because it died so quickly. Yeah. Yep. It, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Kingdom Kingdom Hearts was quite a game. I got my 3DS solely for the fact that I knew that there was going to be a Kingdom Hearts on it. Kingdom Hearts and Borderlands 2. Yeah. My game that was definitely Borderlands 2. Like I I can remember vividly specific times of me playing that game. Oh uh, yeah. It was uh, it's it was a great game. Uh it's harder to play these days just because of the humor. Although, playing Borderlands 2 after Borderlands 3, I would probably appreciate the plot more. Uh, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. But, yes, Borderlands <laughs> 2. I put a ton of hours into it. Um, man, that was, a, that was certainly a year-defining game for me. I put my entire wisdom tooth uh, surgery recovery time into that game earlier this year. Borderlands 2? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But that doesn't have to do with 2012 for me. <laughs> what <was> that? <laughs> my 3DS turned on. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's like three minutes late, but you know what? It, it's still making it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> for, okay, I'm, I'm glad I've got a few different things for 2012 than... Um, uh, for me, I got Mass Effect 3, which I know can be kind of like a contentious game because of the ending, but like, I don't know, I liked it back then. I was fine with it. But then also that year, Dishonored from Arcane Studios came out, mm. and that th- that game was everything I never realized that I wanted and is still one of my favorite. It is solidly like probably my top third favorite game of all time. Hmm. Could yeah. I pu- can I play Dishonored two without having played the first one? Because it's on Game Pass and I really want to play it. You know, I yeah. don't know. I would say so. Okay, good to I, know. Good to know. Because all you really need to know is just the relation between the two main characters. Right. That's about it, and also that the world sucks. Well, like we're, as you in, know. we're used to that. Yeah, yeah. It, as in like. They're just scumbags. And you yep. have cool powers, and that's about it. Yeah, Play the second the one, Seth. I need to play the second one. I remember, David, you getting the special edition. You didn't like the game at all, but I remember you gave me those the, the really? playing cards that came with it. Yep. And well, cool. no, I didn't I didn't buy the special edition. Oh, yeah, you got it from GameStop. You see, back in the day at GameStop, I used to get all of the pre-order bonuses because you there's just so many. They sent you so much stuff that, like, it, it was, was over and above. Extras. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
And that's back when physical pre-order bonuses were a thing, and they don't really do that anymore. But, yeah, I got Seth that deck of playing cards. Nice. Weren't they tarot cards? Yeah, they were tarot cards. I need to find that. I also, man, people would trade in uh, collector's editions for some reason, and they would just give the statues. Like, so Seth has the <laughs> what? Seth yeah. has the Assassin's Creed Four yeah, collector's edition yeah. statue. I also have the <laughs> the Wind Waker Ganon. Yeah. Oh my god! Like I, I just gave most of that stuff to Seth. Um, I got the Grand Theft Auto Five uh, exclusive hat, and I gave that to one of my friends. Because I didn't want it. Yeah. But turns out that hat's worth like $300. So, really? Yeah. That's well, a bummer. Good for yeah. good for your friend then. But. <laughs> all right. Let's go to 2013. Because 2013. For okay. me, it was a pretty busy year because that is the year where the PS4 and Xbox One came out. You're right. And I got both of them that year. And. Uh, I actually have a pretty wide breadth of games that I cared about that came out that year. Uh, one of them is Killzone Shadowfall. Mm. I loved that game. I still I love Horizon Zero Dawn, but I do wish that Guerrilla Games was making Killzone still because I thought that it was very good. And especially Shadowfall was, oh, it was it had such a good story. And it, it went really interesting directions, and we're never going to see where that goes after that. But whatever. Um, also, Diablo 3 came out for consoles that year, or at least PS4, Xbox One. That's when I played it the most. Um, I didn't end up playing as much on PC as I wanted to, and that's just because at the time I had a Mac and it didn't work when it actually came out first on c- computer. So that's... That for that one, and then Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds, yes, uh, which is one of my favorite uh, top down Zeldas. But the other one is a game that I'm sure Seth has on his list. So I'm oh, yes, yes, we will talk about it, we will get to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so and you know, it's 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 my answer, <laughs> although I I have to see. I ha- I have all these games written down. Uh, I have to make an addendum to it though, because this is one in opening my 3ds. I thought, hey, when did that game come out? Uh, so I have to give in 2013 the biggest shout out to Flower Town. Oh snap! Which you know what? is my game of Flower forever, Town, baby. Street Pass. Oh, okay. You I grow was, flowers. Okay, yeah. So it sounded okay. It's coming back to me. Seth now. would I'm really sorry. like Stardew Valley, but he just <laughs> won't play Stardew Valley. It won't. It it could never live up to Flower Town, frankly. <laughs> uh, so 2013. Uh, outside of the fact that Flower Time, Flower Town is my game of the decade. Um, <laughs> 2013 uh, brought a lot of good games, like Fire Emblem Awakening, which was amazing. Um, Remember me. Okay, no one remembers this game. Uh, it was Don't Nod, the developers of the Life is Strange games. It was their first game. It was really, it was very good, and I wish they would make another one. Um, man, what else came out? Like you said, Link Between Worlds, Pokemon X and Y, which were very good. Uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag also came out this year. Man, Last of Us came out this year, though I never played it that year. I mean, I have played it since. Uh, but, of course... Also, a shout-out to 
Uh, I can't pick this one because I definitely didn't play it this year, but Kentucky Route Zero, the first episode, came out in 2013. Um, still no word on when that TV edition's coming out. But the game which defined my 2013 and which continues to define much of uh, the debate of between me and David <laughs> is Bioshock Infinite. Yep. Man. What an experience that game was. I know, I think people have, like, soured on it um, as time has gone. Um, but that ending still still shakes me. Oh, yeah, and sure. And I still yeah. continue to argue that David is wrong about it. Listen, that's okay. Because I think that's one of the beauties of it, is that mm. it's just... It's one of those things that you can interpret a couple of different ways. Yes. And it's good. And we're not going to talk about it. I, we, I'm <laughs> pretty sure we've talked about it we have. on a podcast before. You have. We, it's not, we, can't, we cannot rehash it today. <laughs> we we argued about it on the, the bloke cast, and Chris and them did not know what yes. they were getting into. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. um, we haven't talked about it on this one. Uh, well, which is for the best. You guys have mentioned it though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All you have to have... know is that we, if if you get it, give that debate started, it will go on forever. Yeah. Um. So it's that game is just that game is special, and it's very good. Um, man, I I want to go back and replay it, but I also want to I. I've tried to, and I don't want to sully that memory. Yeah, you kind of want to. There are some. There are oftentimes games that you just want, especially memories of games that you want to leave where they are. Um, right. And there are some games that you like will play over and over again, um, which I have one coming up in the next year, which we will talk about. But um, yeah, so that was that's 2013 for me, the year of Bioshock Infinite, and arguing yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. Um, my, I have a spectacular failure award for this year and it's that, uh, it's project X zone. Oh, oh man. That game okay. was so cool, but also so bad. I, I love hate that game. Cause I'm yeah, sucker- it's a spectacular yeah. failure. Yes. That's exactly. I was, I was reading through the <laughs> list and I'm like, Oh, that game had so much promise. Yes. And it was so bad. <laughs> like, but really you know, when you think about it, what they, what they proposed, like the idea that they proposed that it would be, it's kind of like you always knew it's like this is not gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a cool game though. It 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 really is, and like the sprite work is some of the best I've ever seen. Oh yeah, to for be sure. Honest. Um, my my big problem with that game is that just like after about three hours of playing, every level just becomes drawn out and takes too long. And I. F- like, I think the last level I played, it took me over, like, an hour to get through. And not because I wasn't trying to be fast. Yeah. It just took that long. And for a portable game, I just don't think that's good uh, level pacing. All right, what's your um, 2013 for us? Yeah, yeah, my 2013. Um, <laughs> so I only have, like, one main game for this year, and it's Pokemon. Or technically, it's two games because uh, it's Pokemon X and Y. Um, I... I still love those games. I, for me, like... Was that 13? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Pokemon X and Y. Yeah. Yep. Dang. 
I yeah, that was it. I replayed those games a lot because that was the first time I ever bought both versions at release. So I had X as my main playthrough, and then Y is just like a like I would just keep experimenting with new different kinds of teams, and then just transfer them over uh, to X at the end of the playthrough, and then start over again. And I did that like six, seven times. That was pretty fun. Um, and then I want to give an honorable mention to Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. I didn't play it that year, but You might man, be the only person I've ever met that said that game was good. So. I love that game. Hey. Like, I <laughs> I'm, I feel that game does Metal Gear better than any Metal Gear game since MGS3. All right. Yeah. Mm. Whew. Yeah. That's that. That <laughs> might be. I don't understand Metal Gear takes, so that might be a very hot Metal Gear take. Maybe. So, let's let's carry that energy. I think people like uh, Revengeance, but they don't like consider it a actual Me- Metal Gear Me- game. Yeah, I do. That's also possibly it. Gameplay wise, it's not, but also the gameplay is amazing. It's platinum, and you get to slice people up, and that's fun. 2014, the year that you got to play as this weird punk rock kid in a fake Seattle, and you got to be an infamous Second Son, which very good that's my, was that's such my a aesthetic. freaking great game. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm trying to be. It's so good, and really, 2014 was a heck of a year when I was going through the list. I don't know if you guys. Um, realized that going through the list uh, as much as I did. But uh, 2014 had that. Mario Kart 8, which is just maybe the best Mario Kart, um, which is maybe a hot take. A lot of people, I don't know. Seth knows my real favorite Mario Kart, and we don't need to get into that. Uh. Um <laughs> We got Smash for the 3DS slash Wii U. Man. Great memories. Driving to Daytona to play. Yeah. <laughs> drove to Daytona play the to demo. play the demo. Really? And then yep. we drove Dang. back. That's dedication. Later when it came out. Because if we pre-ordered it at a Best Buy in Daytona, we got a coin. Yep. Ooh. Still have that coin. I cool. still have it, too. I didn't know they gave out coins for that. I'd like well, to see that after this. It was only could. for the people. If you have it around. Yeah. Um... And also, uh, Destiny came out, and yes. Middle Earth: Shadow of Mordor, which that game enraptured me. I played the heck out of that game, front to back. It was so good. I got all the collectibles. That game like really got its claws in me. I'm about to really disappoint you. What? I tried that game. And it's I so good. I couldn't. I mean, and I don't fine. know why. It's good. It's so good. The second one wasn't good, but the first one was very good. But y'all tell me about y'all's 2014. Although I know Seth Seth is. 2014 was sort of a turning point for me uh, when it came to my relationship with video games. I started playing a lot less. Did you take it to the next level? No, I actually took it down a level. Actually, probably, I would say down about three levels. I really... Like, after this year, I almost really fell off the radar. Um, but for me, my game, my games for this year, or that year, I guess I should say, uh, Smash 4, uh, the Master Chief Collection came out then. 
But um, also, something I'm surprised you didn't mention, David, was Titanfall. Um, no, that's because Titanfall 2 is later on. That is fair. Yeah, Titanfall 1 <laughs> I, I, I liked, but it was multiplayer only. Yeah, and I, I couldn't put Titanfall 2 for mine later on because I didn't play till this year. But Titanfall 1, I did play in the year of release, and I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I think a lot of my friends were playing that instead of Call of Duty that year. That's also the year I got my Xbox uh, One, now that I'm remembering properly. Nice. Yeah. So that was a pretty big year, which also marked my decline in playing video games. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's that's what I got. Titanfall, Smash, and Halo. Sethi? Well, 2014. Uh, I would like to first um, have a little, make a little aside, um, give a, a little shout out to our friend Chris Maxwell and, of course, Andrea, um, who I came to know, uh, I believe, 20, in 2014. Um, through David and we got together and started our uh, doing the Mighty Bloke podcast um, which is sort of the reason that this podcast even exists yeah um, had hoped to have Chris on but schedules are tough to work out um, yeah so Mighty Bloke that was that was the year um, uh, a legendary year a uh, a fateful year, um, and also some good games uh, to remember. Um, you had, of course, Smash Bros. Great game. Both versions that came out that year were good. Uh, Tales from the Borderlands came out this year, which I have sung the praises of often. Um, Assassin's Creed Rogue came out this year, which I hated. You hate-played it. I yes, the, that game. I will never understand what the purpose of that game was. Uh, it makes me. It honestly makes me like upset even thinking about thinking. It's ah uh, 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 <laughs> uh, Yeah, I won't get into it. Uh, also, before I get my game, uh, the game which defined this year, uh, Watch Dogs came out this year, uh, twenty fourteen, not this year. Um, Though maybe it will come out again this year. Uh, fingers crossed. Um, Watch Dogs, a game which is... <laughs> I have to I have to think that the public sentiment of it is not great, but it's a game which for some reason I will defend until the end of the earth. Um, I, which I have probably talked about on this podcast as well. But Watch Dogs, it's a good game, dang it. Um, God, but Lord, Aiden Pierce. <laughs> oh, everything about that guy. Oh, his clothes. Oh, that stupid duster his, he wore and a dumb hat. Wow, oh, my gosh. His style, so bad. Whack. Oh, yeah. But outside of that, very good game. But, of course, the, the game which defined that year for me, and also a game which my initial experience of... um rivals i think any game that i have ever played um because it just 
it stands like a, apart from everything and just having like it was like my third eye opened when I played this game and when it first <laughs> came out. I don't really know how to describe it. It was like a transcendent experience, the very beginning of that game and like learning what it was with a community, um, finding these weird things about it and, and all the wonderful ways it was broken. Uh, it is destiny. Um, yeah, baby. And I, I, man, I spent so much time on that game. Oh, it's destiny year one. It was an experience unlike any other. Um, and it's one which every time Destiny has a new update that I would go and play, I'd be like, man, I hope they maybe they'll do it this time. Um, and a lot of it had to do that the game because the game was like kind of broken, um, and so naturally they would not be actively trying to recreate ex- an experience like that. Uh, but Destiny Year One, man, it was something else, uh, something I am so glad that I experienced and put so much time into. 2015 though things are starting to uh starting to get hot because this uh we talked about the Wii U previously and how it it f- was a <laughs> I almost said a, a dumpster fire but I don't think that's fair um it's kind of fair it had a virtual console it burned brightly but quickly uh let's say that um and so, in 2015, realizing that their fortunes were turning for the worse, this is when Nintendo announced the Nintendo NX was uh, beginning development. And yeah. we were all very excited. You guys remember yeah. that? I do. Yeah. I was excited. I, I still think NX is a better name. Um, man, some crazy stuff happened this year. Um we didn't, none of us talked about, it, but PT was in one of like the previous years. Uh, oh yes. Yeah. And 2015 was was when Silent Hills got canceled, um, which it's weird to think about, but that had a large impact on a, a like a direct impact on a very large game that came out this year, which, yep. in in Death Stranding, and it all that all the genesis of that was. It made con- Hideo Kojima. Get yep. a small loan and start an independent studio and just really from the back of a storage closet. <laughs> he built that game from the ground up himself. Yeah. Um the culmination, yeah, and that, that finally came out this past year. Do you um, remember when he launched that studio and people lost their mind over the logo? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I was that's one of those so people. weird. I love that logo. It's a good logo, but it was just so weird, like how People are like, oh, this is a thing, and it's just a logo, um, even now. What is it called? Ludens? Something like that? Yeah, it doesn't even react to the – this has nothing to do with the game. Like, people were acting like it was going to have hidden meaning and stuff, and it yeah. it's just a Who weird knows? skeleton, man. Um, on a sadder note, also in 2015 was the unfortunate uh, – passing of Satoru Iwata, the former president of Nintendo. Um, yeah. That was, that was very sad. the first, uh, not really celebrity, but, you know, it's the same idea. The first celebrity death, which really affected me uh, in a way that I had not expected. Uh, and it's still very sad to think about. Yeah. Um, it's crazy, because, ha- like, 
the Nintendo Switch today was sort of his brainchild, and that that was the year they announced the project of it. Uh, he never got to see it to fruition, um, which is definitely a bummer. Yeah, I remember. I remember in Splatoon, the community after he passed. Yeah, like it was just like the spray paints and everything were him, and it was just. It like it like was a real bringing together moment for yeah. like Nintendo fans. It was very yep. crazy. Yeah. Um, twenty fifteen also saw the release of a bunch of like critically acclaimed games, which I didn't play. Um, <laughs> Same here. The Witcher three, um, Grand Theft Auto five, Metal Gear Solid five, and Bloodborne. Like this is a pretty powerhouse year, uh, and that's just in games that I didn't care about. Um, yeah. Although I do have The Witcher 3 Complete Edition on my PS4. Still, well, one day I'll play that maybe. Um, But when it came to games that I did play, um, this was the year of Destiny the Taken King, which was cool. It was the year of Majora's Mask 3D, which I very much loved. Especially, I was so glad to be able to beat it after when I played it, the Nintendo 64 version, I broke the water temple and couldn't get through it. Um... What is up with you and breaking games to where you can't progress? It's it's him. I don't know, man. That's the Seth Rounds special? Yes. Yeah. You should have seen he got, like, almost done with Kingdom Hearts 1. Mm. How do you break 1? He he didn't break 1. He died, but for some reason forgot to save, like, Uh, eight hours uh. into the death. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and lost like a third of the game. What? Yeah, I still oh finished Kingdom Hearts one because of that. I, I mean, I had a similar. Well, no, I didn't have a similar situation with Chain of Memories. I messed myself up. It's in that whenever game, but it's like, whenever Seth touches an RPG or something. Oh man, yeah, something bad's bound to happen. I'm so yeah. sorry. Um, this was also <laughs> late. I remember late 2015, like December, was the release of Xenoblade Chronicles X, a game which. Um, I pumped like 150 hours into and yeah. st- also didn't beat weirdly um, <laughs> just because that, that game, game yeah as you and as you go on it like the scope of it expands a lot and it becomes a, a lot more to deal with um, but um, in another serendipitous moment um, the early in 2015 was when Nintendo announced Splatoon uh, and I remember playing the 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 first demo. What did they call it? There was a special name for it. Oh gosh! Oh. The test test fire. The test fire. Yeah. Uh, and being like, whoa, this is a game that I need. Um, and would you believe that Splatoon was releasing like, I think a day, um, before or the day of my birthday that year. Um, I would believe that, and and also there was a uh, a Wii U a, like a deluxe Wii U edition that came with it. Um, it was and in a moment of serendipity, I uh, once again received a gift <laughs> which allowed me <laughs> yeah. to purchase purchase the Wii U and Splatoon, and it was a game that I poured so much time into, uh, and I still love, and I still I'm literally looking at the Wii U box. Uh, right now, um, it proudly sits in my room, even though the Wii U is in it and not out. Um, 
But Splatoon is the game which defined 2015 for me. That's good. That's fair. Mine is Batman Arkham Knight. Ooh, same here. I love that game. Uh, it's, it was very fun. I had, I actually liked the tank controls a lot and thought that that was a very cool addition to the game and was a real big fan of it. Yeah. Um, the game had genuine surprises in it, which I think was special. Like there was like weird man bat interruptions and stuff Ooh, like that. And the first one always um, scares me. Yeah. It's, it was so good. Um, and then my spe- I have a spectacular failure again for this year. Um, and it's uh, codenamed Steam. Mm. I love to oh, yeah. poke fun at Nintendo's weird uh, tactical RPGs that fail. That yeah, I wish. I really wish that. I wish that Steam had been better and done better. Yeah, because yeah. it was interesting. It was, to it play. was basically XCOM meets uh, Lovecraft, and this was before I I got into Lovecraft stuff. Yeah. Um. So I I probably would have liked it more had. I known about that stuff beforehand. Yeah. Um, it was a cool game and a cool concept, but the execution was not there, and neither was the uh, market, unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. So I had a fun time with the. Imagine an HD ver- if they made an HD re-release on Switch. Ooh. I'm trying to now remember because I couldn't. I don't know where to place it. When Kid Icarus came out for the 3DS. Uh, Kid Icarus was, was 2012. Grade. Yeah, it was 2012. Uh, well, a great game. I, I bought that game on my 8th grade field trip to D.C. Give me a, a re- HD re-release of that. Yes. yes. Um, oh, yes. But, with t- but with yeah. two actual sticks. That's uh, my 2015. Forrest? Uh, mine, mine's Arkham Knight as well. Uh, pretty much the same stuff you said like it it controls fantastically everything in it feels good my problem comes in with the over reliance on the vehicle mechanics and how a bunch of like what i feel are very important like boss fights and moments in the game all happening within the batmobile and like the tank and fighting tanks as opposed to fighting the characters themselves like the deathstroke in one of the uh not the final Red Hood fight, but one, like the one right before it. Yeah, yeah, and that game is a gorgeous, like to look at. I, I oh yeah, it's I, very pretty. Yes, I I can't remember what engine it was. It's probably like Unreal or something like that. But the the way Rocksteady like utilized it though and optimized it, at least for consoles, because that PC release was not good. Um, I do remember that was a big thing. Yeah. (laughs) But that game is just so beautiful, and it almost beats City for me just because it lets me play side missions as the other character, like the other Bat Family characters. Like, give me a game where I can play as Nightwing, and I will literally say it's the best just because of that alone, because I'm I'm a loser who loves Nightwing (laughs) over everyone else in the Bat Family. (laughs) Um, and who knows what Rocksteady is working on now? Yeah, no one knows. They, I don't know if they even know because we get conflicting rumors about once a year at least around E3 time, and then every two years the game that they're working on changes. Apparently, yeah. um, 
My honorable disappointment for that year for me was Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. I was really hyped for that game, and I stayed up really late, really late the the morning that it came out uh, to play even just like a thirty minutes of it before I had to go to band the next morning, and I just I really didn't like it. It's a tough game to get into. It really is, and I think that's just because I'm so. I'm so beholden to, like, the previous style of how Metal Gear games were done. And MGS5 is very much a product of Peace Walker, where it had a more, um... The mission structure was just completely different, and the the map and, like, the levels in the overworld, whatever you want to call it, I just... I It didn't gel with me. Maybe one day I'll finish it, but that day is not today. Yep. Yeah. All right. So now that we're done with 2015, we're about... A little over halfway, so we're going to give you guys a second um, to, you know, get at us on social medias, and we are going to take a break. Yep. Come back in 2016, and because the game will have changed. Ooh. Ooh. that i know you were wondering what our social medias are in case you didn't know and all of that is at suplex the sticks that's on your facebook twitter instagram all that good stuff if you go to that and follow subscribe like and interact with us that'd be super great we'd appreciate it and it also lets us know what you like and what you don't like if you hate these recap episodes that's good for us to know so we don't do them again. Yeah. Uh, the good yeah. news is another one won't come until uh, the next, until 2030. Yeah. Um, or at least the end of the year because we'll be doing the end of the years. Oh, well, yeah. That's a little different. So we appreciate you um, supporting us as always. And we do everything we can to not go to uh, providers that have ads and stuff like that. Um so that you don't have to deal with that because you support us by listening to us. So we appreciate it. Um, let's let's go into 2016, the year the the game changed. As yes. Teased before the break. So I don't know about you, but I remember exactly where I was October 20th, 2016. I uh, I was casting YouTube onto the TV in my living room, sitting on the couch, and. Uh, this guy sitting on a couch himself playing what turned out to be The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And you know he's playing. And we had seen Nintendo had announced Breath of the Wild already, so it was cool. But then he stands up. He walks over to the TV. He pulls out this weird controller, and he puts these things on this tablet, and he picks it up, and he walks away with Zelda and starts playing it in a park and in an airport. And then we see freaking... Skyrim, and then we see NBA 2K, and we see the the 
shadow uh, announcement of Mario Odyssey and Splatoon 2 and it's the Nintendo Switch. Oh my gosh. This was, was so the special. year. I do remember the announcement. I, I remember freaking out and texting people. It was amazing. I was um, CF. <laughs> it was the wait from that October to the next March was insanity. But we'll get to that. Um, but that is certainly it's not a game. Um, not a game. Uh, but it's hard for me to not say that that was it was a defining moment it may not have been the thing that defined my 2016 but that switch announcement i think i will always remember the night uh watching that and my freakouts um do you guys remember it yes oh yeah for sure i was in between classes uh at cf i think i had wind symphony coming up in a few minutes and i saw that announcement and i also feel like saying the tease for red dead redemption 2 came out around the same time it's possible it's speaking possible, of red dead redemption 2 there's uh apparently going to be a switch version coming out soon i'm skeptical about that because I'm not this sure is if it can handle it well people have found a switch pro controller icon in the game and some spanish retailer uh had a potential leak of it but that is huh. neither here nor there um because we are in 2016, baby. Yes, 2016. But what about the games of 2016? Well, um, you had XCOM 2, uh, which another game I didn't, I didn't, I didn't lose myself in it like I did the first XCOM, but only because um, my laptop struggled to play the game. <laughs> uh, it's still a very good game and one that I want to get on a console that can actually play it. Um, this is also the year of uh, Watch Dogs 2, a very good game. Pokemon Sun and Moon, which... Eh. Not great. Uh, yeah, not my favorite, not great. certainly. Uh, this is the year of Tidefall 2. I don't think I played Tidefall 2 in this year. Um, I did. But I eventually Man. did and came to learn... Oh, dang. Um... This is also the release, uh, the long-awaited release of Final Fantasy XV and The Last Guardian came this year. Um, oh. And while I, I haven't played The Last Guardian, and it took it took me a while yeah. to play fifteen, which is, uh, uh it's something. Um, there was the release of the best hero-based shooter, Battleborn. Oh god. <laughs> um, I also have a what was the term you used? A spectacular failure of this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In Star Fox Zero. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. A game I'm still kind of salty. I paid full price for. Um, it's weird. Like, I had fun playing the game. I just wish it had lasted longer than half an hour. Um, but I have to... Uh, it's so weird. Because um, this does not really reflect my opinion of the game currently. Uh, I still think it's a good game. Um but it's just funny the way it grabbed me and then the circumstances behind my purchasing it. Um, the, my game, the game for me that defined 2016 is Overwatch. Yep. That, yep. Was, that was me too. Same here. Yeah. Um, be, <laughs> and of course, the reason this is for me is because uh, we, <laughs> we led a f- crowdfunding campaign uh, to, <laughs> so, to get money for me to buy the game. 
Yeah, because I wanted to, for Seth to have it, and I didn't have enough money to also buy it for him. And I also didn't have enough money to buy it. And so we led a GoFundMe yep. to get Seth Overwatch. And somehow it worked. And it worked. Uh, you two are a bunch of dorks, and I love it. Uh, it, it worked. <laughs> to be for, fair, it was it was for Seth's birthday. Yeah. yeah. So it, it like it was like, hey, instead of getting Seth a gift, just give to the GoFundMe. Yeah. Yeah. And it made it easier for people. Uh, I mean, I still don't know who the people who donate to this were, uh, but it did make it a lot easier. Like to donate a small amount to someone like it, it's it's easy to give to to someone you pr- might not give a gift otherwise to be like okay here's a couple bucks yeah happy but, birthday yeah <laughs> it was go. freaking great here's man uh, uh and i really enjoyed overwatch at the beginning before people learned how to play it and got really good at it yeah yeah i I enjoyed it so much when I first started playing because I I mained McCree for like two months and then they released a patch that totally destroyed him. Yep. To the point where um, he was not viable, and then I got sad and I had to switch characters. Yep. <laughs> and and while enjoying the uh, game less. while Overwatch was a phenomenon kind of from the beginning, there actually was one game that released this year that. Uh, I would think everyone would say overshadowed it. Do you guys know what it is? Oh, Uncharted Four. No. Doom. No. <laughs> Titanfall Two. No. Oh no. I don't know. <laughs> it is, of course, Pokemon Go. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That was a worldwide yeah phenomenon. Maybe it still is. Know. Yeah, but it's nothing. I don't think like I don't think any game will ever I don't and no, no game will ever have the kind of immediate worldwide impact that Pokemon Go did. Impact. Yeah. The world like Ooh. the world was a better place in the first the first weeks of Pokemon Go's release. Like we're all just out there looking for Pokemon. It was Man. it was much like the utopia that exists in the Pokemon world. Yes. Except without, like, the free energy and In the team no Rocket. crime. Well, I think we have worse than Team Rocket. Yeah, I'm saying I wish we <laughs> had Team Rocket instead. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you guys have any other games from 2016? No, 2016 was a down year for me. Yeah. Besides Overwatch and Titanfall. Yeah. So it goes. But man, uh, does 2017 hit something different. Yes, because March of 2017, as previously mentioned, the Nintendo Switch released. Um, and David, you woke up early on a Sunday and went and stood in line in a, outside of Toys R Us for me so I could I get did. it. And I, I did. I waited. That. I waited in line. Playing your Switch. <laughs> playing my Switch. Waited in line. And people were mad and like, you have one, you don't need to be in this line. And I'm like, no, I'm waiting for my friend. <laughs> and they were not happy. Uh, and um, then I got there and like was at the very front of the line. Yep. It was and, hilarious. And you got your Switch. I did. Um, Much later in the year, the Xbox One X also released. Really? Same year? Yep. What? Man. Yeah, and that was the kind of the we didn't know it then, but that was the beginning of of what appears to be Microsoft's new uh, console release model of like 
updated versions rather than brand new consoles. Which we'll see how it works when the Series X comes out this year. Yeah, which, I mean, come to find out, it's not, we don't need to go to, but it's just called Xbox now. Yeah. The, the, it's the, just Series it's an, X. It's the Xbox, but the model is the Series X. Yeah. yeah. It's like iPhone 10, but right. instead of a 10, it's an X. Though I guess iPhone did that. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is also uh, the unfortunate uh, cancellation of Scalebound happened this year. Oh, rip. Don't remind me. Although, I will continue to argue that game and the trailers did not look good. Well, you argue we will, just not <laughs> right now. <laughs> it looked visually cool, but the actual gameplay was like, what the heck is this? I was here for it. But of course, if you read anything about the that project, that is also what the team experienced, and that is why it ended up not existing. Yep. Um... So, man, 2017. This is a freaking powerhouse of a year. Uh, it was hard for me. I narrowed it down to three, but it was real difficult. Yeah, let me just go over some of the games. You had Breath of the Wild. You had Mario Odyssey. You had Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, you had Persona 5 this year. You had Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Splatoon 2, Undertale, Destiny 2, Fortnite Battle Royale, Golf Story, Assassin's Creed Origins, Xenoblade 2. Those are just the ones I had. I narrowed it down to the first three you listed. Yep. Because I didn't want to keep... I would have ended up talking about each of those games for too long. Yeah. Um, But Horizon Zero Dawn, I want to speak to it. I still wish you had played this game, Seth. And uh, I, I think I'll get around to it eventually. Maybe. Um, I say that all about a lot of games. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's genuinely so good. I don't think... And, and really, Breath of the Wild scratched an itch that I... I really had thought was gone because I I didn't like Skyrim like other people and it made me start to question how much I like some open world stuff and like Breath of the Wild just drew me right back into that and so then playing Breath of, like I was I was always certain that Breath of the Wild was probably going to be my game of the year and then I played Horizon Zero Dawn where just the story and the the way the story unfolds and you're like you're living it through this like implant sort of thing and the monsters you're fighting it's just it was so cool and primitive and the aesthetic was so neat and i'm a sucker for like robot dinosaurs i guess yeah and so yeah I would not be surprised if this this is the year that we get uh, more of it. Hopefully. Oh, don't. I'm hoping. Don't give him hope. Yeah. <laughs> the I'm only question is, will it, would it be called Horizon 1 Dawn or Horizon Zero Dusk? I think we we literally talked about this that, on the podcast yes, before. Yes, you had yeah. made that exact joke word for word. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully the last time, time I did it, it sounded it. more like a joke. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, Forrest, what about you? Okay, so this is the worst year for me because out of all the games that came out this year and how badly I wanted to play about, like, eight to ten of them, most of them were on consoles that I didn't have, mm. like the Switch and the PS4. So yeah, hate to I, see that. 
Yeah, and it's a shame, really. It's it's a crime, but I just I did not have a good time this year. The only game I played that came out this year was Mass Effect Andromeda. Mm. R.I.P. Yep. That's that's it. Tragic. Like yes. So like. Wait, it was only a two-year turnaround to Anthem. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that makes a sense. different team. But though. also, yeah, exactly. Oh, Andromeda was a was a side team, but yeah, that was the only game I played that came out that year. So, like, I technically kind of have to put it in the spot because <laughs> it a was shame. your game. Yes, but I mean, I mean, this isn't about the best games. It's about the games that defined your year, and your true. year of gaming was apparently terrible. Yes. Uh, so, uh, so, so you just, deserve it. Not just gaming. <laughs> <laughs> So to say that defined your year seems to be uh, appropriate. Yes. Uh, the following year and, of course, this year are very positive turnarounds, though, from then. So, Yeah, but this was this was definitely tough for me also just because of, like, um, Splatoon 2 was big. Uh, if you were a listener back then when we did our year wrap-up for this podcast, because this is when this podcast started, uh, was 2017. Um, I gave my game of the year to Mario Odyssey. Um, but of course that's not what we're talking about. Um, cause, because when I look back on 2017 and I look back at having the switch and like what, um, like my experiences playing it that year, um, I have to give it to Breath of the Wild. Um, just because... Like, there are moments that I remember from that year um, while I was playing that game um, and the stuff that was happening in my life that are are kind of, like, intertwined together. Um, And so when I look back on the games of 2017, um, there are specific moments that I will remember, uh, and those were playing Breath of the Wild. Nice. Um, yeah. And then we moved on to 2018. Um, an auspicious, an auspicious year in the history of this podcast, because it was the year of the release of the Tomb Raider movie. I still <laughs> oh. haven't seen that. Oh, well, and I don't need to, yeah. I, I presume. Uh, was, uh, those of you who know what that means will know what it means, but... <laughs> You could go back and listen to it happen. It certainly tra- changed the trajectory of uh, this suplex. the, of suplex of sticks. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh boy! Uh, I bet you weren't expecting that, David. No, I. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm here for it. But, uh. Uh, I knew I had to. I knew I had to call it out when I when I was reading it. I was like, oh yeah, because that was certainly a big part of our gaming year of 2018. Yep. Um, but. And if you thought the previous year was huge when it comes to games, you didn't see anything yet because 2018 brought us God of War. It brought us Spider-Man, Celeste, Smash Ultimate, Far Cry 5, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Monster Hunter World, um, Red Dead Redemption 2 is this year, uh, and certainly these more specific to me, uh, (laughs) Digimon World Cyber Sleuth Hacker's Memory, (laughs) which is a great game. Uh, also Dead Cells, also Delta Rune were this year. Um, 
Yeah, and probably a bunch more like very good games came out this year. What do you guys think? What do you remember? Um, mine were I have listed God of War, Celeste, Smash, and Spider Man. Yeah. And uh, I, I mean do, Yeah, I do They're all neck and neck, honestly. That like the longer that I've reflected on it, the more I've softened towards God of War. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's, it's like game. especially a game that's that like I obviously liked it immediately. Um, which I talked about on the podcast, and we had some good discussions about it. But I think, like, as you... No one will... Even you at the time wouldn't argue that it was an incredibly well-made game um, and, like, felt very good to play, even though, like, the story didn't, like, land on you as much. Um, But it's so... I can... I can understand, like, you get farther away from it, and then you end up playing games that aren't as good. Um, Like, it's easy to be like... Yeah, that really was a good game. Yeah. I uh I'm really excited to play Marvel Avengers and play bad versions of the God of War combat <laughs> and then be like, okay. Oh man. That game is gonna yep. be something else. What um, about you, Forrest? Uh so I was kind of continuing the trend from the previous year. I wasn't playing much at this time. I actually let my Xbox Live membership lapse, um, so I wasn't playing with anyone really, except for when I was going over to friends' houses. And I was my game of the year was Smash Ultimate. Um, I didn't own a Switch at the time, of course, but I was playing it so much compared to everything else. Like the only other thing I played that year was the DMC HD collection at the end of the year, and that was it. Like, like I said, 2017 and 18, not good for me video game wise, but I, I still had really solid times during it though, especially with Smash, because you can't not have a solid time with it. Unless you're bad at it. Yeah. yeah. Well, True. well, even yeah, then, if you're playing with then, people who are also bad at it. Yeah. It's still fun. It's arguably, it's worse being the second or third best out of your friend group, because you're never winning but you are beating some people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good old Smash. David knows David knows all about being the second best in the front group. Oh, jeez. I'm right there with you, bud. You um, third. It's fine. So 2018, it's, <laughs> Thanks. it's funny. I listed all those great games, and um, none of them are the game for me. Uh, of course, you will know why this is, because... Um, yeah. My game of of 2018 was a game that came out in the previous year, which I just waited un- to play it until 2018. Though I will say, interestingly, um, the first game that popped up when I was thinking of this year was Celeste. Um, just because that game, uh, it hit in a different way than other games did that year. Um, like, it still even... Think about it and playing it now like it it occupies a different space kind of like destiny year one does there's just something unique about it and the way that it feels when in comparing it to other games um so shouts out to celeste great game yeah that game uh, reminded me what it was like to play something hard and not feel an overwhelming sense of defeat but a like it, it made me 
learn how to feel accomplishment instead of defeat in, yeah. in the game. And for a game to do that through the design and the way you play it is real special. Yep. And yeah. Oh, the game's real good. It, it is. It a real special space. For sure. Um, but of course, my twenty the game which defined 2018 for me was Persona 5. Um, it such a good game. I have no words, honestly, when I'm thinking about it. I'm, you can go back and listen to all the, the things I had to say about it then, but it's a fantastic game. Uh, and I can't wait for Persona 5. Uh, whichever version of Persona 5 it is this year to be my game of the year. I'm calling it now. That's, that's what's going to happen. It doesn't matter if it's the Royal or Scramble. One of them's going to be it. Um, great game. Great year in gaming for me. And for a lot of people, it seemed. Um, and, of course, we have 2019. It's a little too recent for us to... Uh, maybe to pick a game, but you guys have a game of 2019 that defined your year? And, I mean, we just did our games, our top five games of the year and all that I, stuff. I want to go back to 2018 for a second because I remembered that 2018 is when I played Undertale because it came out on the Switch. Yeah. Nice. And... That game was real special to me, and it had, I actually ended up having like multiple Undertale songs in my wedding. Oh stuff, yeah, so that's true. Yeah, real. real Have you played Delta Rune yet? No, I'm excited to play that on the boat though. I yeah. have full nice. plans to play that on the boat. Really nice. nice. So yeah. I need to hop smart, on. Smart, smart. So um, 2019, you guys have any? Uh, if if can you can you think of one which defined your year uh this quick from from it actually happening it's hard because there's a lot of recency bias yeah i mean but legit control was crazy and yeah. it was just so special i as frustrated as i know you were that I decided to play that at the same time as you instead Ugh. of playing Resident Evil 2. Yeah, that was annoying. Like playing well, I, it I got that covered. <laughs> but playing at the same time and being able to experience some of it with you and be able to talk to you about it was also real special cuz yeah. it was just a joy. It was just a joy. And I haven't played a single player game like that that made me that happy and confused and wanting to keep going in a in a little bit yeah in, in 2019 um because i think before before that the last big game i played and finished was borderlands and the reason i mainly did that is because we played it together mm-hmm. um which really maybe shout out to you seth but i don't know if i would have beat borderlands 3 if we didn't play it together <laughs> yeah I'm not sure, like... Yeah, like it wasn't Far Cry 5 levels of not fun to play by yourself, but... I, I don't even think it wasn't that it wasn't fun. It just, like, it... I just would have... I would have yeah. petered off at some point. Yeah. And... Or I would have not done some of the the content that was actually interesting, which was the side stuff. I would have yeah. just powered through it. So... Yep. Yeah. Definitely a game which is elevated by having other people playing. Yeah. For sure. Uh, yeah. Um, I'll jump on mine for 2019. Um, I'm going to say 
uh, Cyanar Wild Hearts mm. is my specific one because that is one of the few indie games that I have played, but it really opened me up to the world of indie games, you know? Um, there are these small games that aren't, like, they're obviously not AAA, they're not $60, but they are great experiences nonetheless that in some instances can hit you harder and mean more to you than those blockbuster titles. And I just think Sinar Wild Hearts really opened me up to more of that. And I'm excited for a lot of indie games now and things that have come out this year that I haven't gotten to try yet, but I still am looking forward to. And I've, I haven't had that feeling about being excited about an entire style of game in so long so i i think it really it really shifted my mindset in more ways than one um emotionally and consumerally yeah yeah however you get what i'm saying so yeah that that's mine well um for me it is uh, a game which came out early and which stuck with me and which I have uh, fond memories of playing by myself and with other people. Uh, I'm going to have to give it to Apex. Yeah. yeah. Just a, a very good game and one which I will probably continue to play for a hot minute. So that is the decade, 2010 to 2019. Uh, a pretty good decade in gaming, I would say. Yeah, for sure. And it leads neatly up into the a new console cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, before we hop on out, um, do you, uh, I want to talk about 2020. Um, I want to see what, what are some games that you guys are, um, What's the word that you're looking forward to? Uh, we did this last year, uh, and set of predictions. But maybe if you have some predictions, you can throw those out too, and we'll see where we're at at the end of the year. All right, I'm excited for Watch Dogs Legion. Okay, oh, yeah. well, for my sure. pre- I am too. My prediction is that it's not coming out this year. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think it, it did is. Get delayed. I I think it'll I think it'll still hit by summer. If it does, I'll be excited. Summer is Maybe there's fall. no way it's coming out in summer. Summer was like the original release date. No, and, dude, it was March, I think, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was March. Oh uh, yeah. well, March still March is stacked this year. No way it's coming out in the summer. Yeah. Uh, all right, fall then. Um, I mean, yeah. Well, obviously, I don't think there's any way it's coming out this year. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I think Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out this year. Yeah, mm. I could see that. That would make sense. Yeah. Or whatever it's going to be called, you know, Breath of... Breath the, of the Deep. Breath of the Deep or mm-hmm. something. I wonder what they will do with the naming. Because they can't just call it Breath of the Wild 2. They can. I don't want them to. No, that well, that wouldn't make can. any sense. They haven't done that with any... Zelda yeah, Nintendo, I don't know oh, if I they know. would do it. Even even with a game like Link Between Worlds, which is pretty much a direct sequel, is um they they switch it up a little bit. I mean, I could see the breath of the being there, but I don't think um I think that's as much as we'll get. It'll be some other word. 
Fair enough. Um, that's coming out this year. We won't get Metroid Prime 4 this year. No, no, no. way. And Trilogy, maybe. Hopefully. That'd be nice. Anyway. I yeah. think we'll get Splatoon 3 this year. Hmm. Yeah, there was out? that. Did you see that thing? Um, no. So there was a thing? The Splatoon, I think it was, their, it was either their Instagram or their Twitter page. They posted, like, this 2020 uh, image. Um, and in... You have to go look at it because it's it's the it's these um the the number is twenty twenty, and they're glowing uh, above like this this uh water, um uh, this body of water, and in the reflection the reflection is like a an there are these words, um so they have something planned certainly. Okay, go look it up. So I am on it. Yes. What about you, Forrest? Uh, so, like, this year is so stacked between the Final Fantasy VII remake, the Resident Evil 3 remake, which I am now freshly excited for and will await any news. Um, but Cyberpunk 2077 really sticks out to me. I've been waiting years for that game. And just to see a game try its best to basically translate that tabletop uh, role-playing game experience into a video game i think is at least an effort worthy of admiration and i'm i'm excited to see where it goes i am nervous about it though because yep. it seems like a very ambitious game especially with how packed they're trying to pack it with like the graphical fidelity how lived in they want the world to be which means like a lot of npcs so many options like no one playthrough is going to be the same, and I'm worried that that is going to be a detriment to the game. But I am cautiously optimistic. Yep. Um, another thing, Halo Infinite, I'm just cautious about it. Not even optimistic. Yeah, we'll see what it is. <laughs> Which hurts me to say, but I, I worry. Certainly, yeah. the multiplayer will probably be fun. I hope oh, they ex- yeah. I hope they expand on whatever that cool mode that they had in Halo Five was. But Warzone, yeah, what it was called. I really enjoyed Warzone. Um, yeah. Hopefully, they. I hope they do something good with that campaign, though. Yeah. Um. This this year, I'm really looking forward to actually a lot of Switch things, uh, specifically Animal Crossing. I I know I'm going to be playing that a bunch and that's probably going to be like my go-to like um just downtime game. Mhm. That like that game will probably get me to carry around my Switch literally everywhere I go even when I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell uh, you it would be the perfect game to have Street Pass in, but yes. What mm, why doesn't the Switch have Street Pass? Yeah. Nintendo, get yeah. on. It. Please. It's too bad. <laughs> it's so, a shame. Uh, two of my games that I was looking forward to last year got delayed, and they're supposed to come out this year in Animal Crossing and Digimon Survive. So I am, of course, looking forward to that. Heck yeah. Um, a game which I can only hope comes out this year, Kentucky Route Zero, Act 5, and the TV edition. That was supposed to come out like two years ago, but um, I trust Cardboard Computer. They take their times because they need it. Um, also, oh shoot, what was it? I I just had it. Uh, come on. 
Uh, Last of Us Part Two is coming out this year. Should be interesting. Oh, right. So this is I. I was reading a list today of like 2020 games, and this wasn't a game I was interested in, but uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. So this is weird, but it's supposed to simulate the entire world. Yes. Um, oh. Which somehow I didn't know. Uh, like it's using its map data and yeah. its cloud data to like create the entire world, and so that. Um, and isn't going to be on Game Pass? Yes, it is. So that. Uh, was a game I previously would not have told you that I was looking forward to, but now uh, certainly we'll check out. And of course, the uh, dyad, the forced dyad of per- Persona Five games that are coming out this year. <laughs> the forced dyad. I'm really looking forward to <laughs> <The> Scramble. <laughs> 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 I did not expect uh, that to get you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as. But it did nonetheless. Yep. Uh. Yeah. I, it looks like it's going to be a good, um, a good year in gaming, and that's the only games that we know about, and a lot, most of them coming out in, in like quarter yeah. one, yeah, quarter, quarter two. One. Uh, we still don't really have any idea of what Nintendo's going to do this year. Um, so I'm excited though. Yeah, uh, a lot of hot speculation that the Switch Deluxe is coming out this year, uh, which could be mm. something. I don't know, yeah. but if it is, I'll probably upgrade. I'll upgrade again. Yeah, I got my extended battery life switch. If I saw this thing on Twitter, if the Switch Deluxe was, um, it was like a 4K compatible console, but it couldn't be portable, would you still get it? Yeah, because I would have my portable Switch. That's true. Still. Yeah, I just wouldn't trade in and upgrade. Yep. We'll see though. I'm always skeptical of that stuff, but last time they said it was going to happen, it did happen. Like, they predicted the Switch upgrade and the Switch Lite, and those both happened last year. So, we'll see. It's true. It's it's time. Yep. I think it so, is too. Time. All right. Well, with that, it's the end of the decade, and I need to go on vacation and get <laughs> some relaxation. You deserve um, it. So I'm going to go watch Frozen 2 on this boat and maybe rewatch Rise of Skywalker on the boat. Uh, Whatever you do, make sure you let it go. Yeah. And um, I'll go try to... And by that I mean watch let the let it go scene from Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. Well, yes. I'll try to look deep within myself and see if anyone truly knows what a forced dyad is. <laughs> and, um, the real we... forced dyads were the friends we made along the way yeah (laughs) sure Uh, and with that we always appreciate you and thank you for listening to us be you know stupid and fun and list games that we like to play and all of our memories about them and we hope that you had great memories with them also Um, let us know your games of the decade and stuff in our discord and everything just you know talk to us and let us know what you think and if you think any of these games suck which I bet you some of you will think some of them do. So. Yep. I'm sure there are people that don't like that Transformers game. I don't I can't imagine who you exist out there, but <laughs> I'm sure that there's some of you. And um, with that, we will see you next week. Bye. Have a happy 2020. Thank you, and have a good new year. Oh, that already happened, Forrest. Yeah, but like a new All right, whatever. Year. Bye. Bye. Bye.